0: We're going to continue along that thought this morning. And I'm going to talk to you about keeping your house clean. Amen. Keeping our house clean. If you ever sold a house or ever was in the market of buying a house, especially if you're selling a house, you show them that thing, you want it to look clean. Amen. It's going to come by. See, you want it all cleaned up, looking good. And same thing if you're showing a car. If you're going to sell a car, you don't want to just uh, try to sell it with uh, McDonald wrappers and cups all on the floorboard not swept out, not washed and stinking. You want to clean that thing up and detail it and have it ready to sell. But God wants us, and I'm talking about us because we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. We're the house that the Spirit of God lives in. And if God lives in us, we want our heart to be clean. It says, Blessed is the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It says, Without holiness, no man shall see God. God wants us to be holy on the inside. He wants us to be clean on the inside, Amen. and there are certain things that God wants us to get out of our life because I want to see a move of God. And you know what hinders a move of God is sin. Amen. When the children of Israel uh, came before the Lord to worship and to sacrifice, they first sanctified themselves. They set themselves apart. And God wants us to set ourselves apart for Him. And when I talk about cleaning our house, I'm not talking about the house that you live in as much as your heart. But today's uh, message will probably have a double meaning. It's not only cleaning up your heart and having a pure heart, but it's getting rid of some things that may be in your
1: house dwelling
0: place as yeah. well. A
1: lot of that. Let us begin with Ephesians
0: chapter 6, a very familiar passage of scripture, but I want to read it this morning. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and against the rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places.
1: Yes. So there's a real devil
0: spiritual warfare is real and we don't want to do anything to give place to the devil. In fact, look over to chapter 4 in Ephesians and verse 27, we'll just read it. It says, neither give place or don't make any room for the devil. We gave the example of how somebody comes that you don't know knocking on your door, wanting to come in. You're not going to just invite a stranger into your house. And we don't just invite the devil to come in to our house. We don't invite him into our heart. We don't invite him into the house that we live in. We don't give any place to the devil. Because a lot of times people have problems because... Of the things that we talk about, what we watch, mm-hmm. what we feed on, what we eat, what we read, what we listen to, yeah. all that has an influence in our lives. And we can open up the door for the devil. We can open ourselves up to different spirits.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So a lot of the problems we have, we <coughs> put it on ourselves. Christ. Now look over to the book of Deuteronomy, and we're going to look at verse 18, beginning with verse 9. And he's talking to the children of Israel. This is the instruction of the Lord, that I believe it still applies to us today. He says, when thou art coming to the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that makes his sons or his daughters to pass through the fire or uses divination or an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer, one that talks to the dead. For all that do these things, Say all. All. That do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. Because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations which, which thou shalt possess, hearken unto the observer of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God has suffered not thee to do so. Amen. Yeah. A lot of people are ignorant to what the Bible teaches concerning this yeah. and about the new age and the cult. Oh. But you can get yourself in a world of trouble and open yourself up to the devil when you start messing with these things.
1: That's
0: right. yeah. Now I remember coming across somebody a long time ago, but they were coming to my church, and they just moved into the area, and I was uh, the associate pastor at that time, and, and I got to know them, and they was there every service. They were there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I mean, they was a model Christian. They, they would, anytime you needed to do something around the church, they were offering to the help. They, they were just involved. Yeah. And I, as I got to know her, I began to see some things that just sort of made a red flag went up. And in other words, I scratched my yeah. head, something just didn't seem quite right the way she'd be talking. Yeah. And I just said, well, that sounds a little strange. How many knows what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like she talked about while well, I was praying to the Lord and I was in the garden with him this morning. Uh-huh. Is that a little odd for y'all? Gentlemen? I mean, I, I pray. talk to him like he would. Maybe in my imagination I picture Jesus or something as I'm talking to him, but he's high and lifted up in heaven on the throne. But I don't go up to heaven. I mean, I ain't saying that you couldn't do that if God allowed you to do that, but I'm not like Paul called up to the third heaven. And that doesn't happen to me every day. But I, I noticed some red flags went up and as we began to talk and she began to share One day, she was in the church praying, and I was back in my office, and the secretary was there, and I didn't even know she was there, and I walked through the church, and I seen her, and she was down front praying, and she looked like she was in pain, so I went over there and prayed for her and rebuked the devil, and she said, thank you, I appreciate you rebuking the devil. She says, the devil wouldn't let me back in my body. here last week, and I got to thinking, what well, do you mean last week? She said, do you remember in the service, where right before a service, y'all just prayed and rebuked the devil and told him to leave? I said, yep. I said, you seen him? She said, yeah, I seen him. Didn't you? She thought I seen the devil just like she did. She could see spirits. I ain't saying that Christians can't see spirits sometimes, but God reveals it, but it's not like every day that I see spirits all the time. Sometimes you'll sense Mm an evil presence, so you you take authority over the devil, but I don't see anything. So I was was sort of curious, you know, what you would be to. I said, so you seen him leave? She said, yeah, y'all told the devil to get out. I said, what did he do? He said, as soon as you told him to get out, he walked straight out that door and left. Uh So, I mean, I I believe that's what happens when you rebuke the devil he asked to leave. But I've never seen it. I just seen it. I'm going somewhere. I'm getting something here, but I'm a. Uh, I'm getting somewhere with this story. So, as she began to trust me more, she came up from uh, South South Florida, and she says, "I've always had this gift," and she says, "People call me a good witch." Wow. She says, I don't use my powers that God gave me for bad. I use them for good.
1: Amen.
0: And she did, honestly, in her heart, she thought that all these powers that she had or all the things that she's seen was a gift from God and that it came from God. But the more we talked, I began to share this scripture that I shared this morning that God doesn't want us to have anything to do with these things. So, of course she needed (coughs) her deliverance, but she was just, I mean, a lot of Christians dabble in stuff like fortune telling, Mm -hmm. reading their horoscope, Mm -hmm. playing around with a ball and shaking an eight ball and seeing what comes up, playing with Ouija boards. Mm -hmm. But God doesn't want us to have any thing to do with these things. Ain't that what we just read. <clears throat> don't have anything, don't give any place to the devil. That's
1: right.
0: Regardless of how harmless it may seem. Well, I just did it one time. We just was out, we thought we'd just go to this fortune teller and just see what they had to say. It was all in fun. But see, you're opening up a door That's
1: right. That's right. for the devil. Yes,
0: just like with that eight ball shaking and they're uh-huh. playing with the Ouija board, a spirit can come in there yes, and yes. start moving things. Yes. And then that spirit ain't going to want to leave, see, because he had opened up that door for him to come in, see. You want to hear the rest of the story? Yes. i yes. <laughs> just keep you hanging around there
1: for a little while. Uh-huh. Well.
0: Long story short, when I started sharing the scripture for her, she said, well, i never seen that. I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know that was wrong. And, uh, she said, I just thought I was, God gave me this power and this ability. She didn't realize that it came from a spirit.
1: Right.
0: And uh, it gets better, but I, I'll save it for the end. <laughs> but, uh, she got some help. But anyway, one, one thing I want to talk about, while I'm here, and this is sort of meddling a little bit, but I I think sometimes this is a better place to say it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to never just openly rebuke people. But you've noticed this too with uh, what it calls a person that talks to the dead. You know, sometimes Christians do that. Christians go out to the graveyard and talk to their mom or dad because yeah. they miss them and they think they hear them. Can I tell you they don't? When they're dead they're, they're not here no more. They can't hear
1: you.
0: Now there ain't nothing wrong with saying Jesus tell my and I'm going to miss her. Jesus can pass on Nothing wrong with saying, Lord, let them know I miss them. But to go to the grave and talk to them and think that they're listening to you, they're not. And God tells us don't talk to the dead. Don't don't try to have a seance and and talk to Uncle Joe and and entertain all these spirits, see? There's what they call a familiar spirit. That's a, a spirit that's familiar. For your grandma or your dad or whoever who's passed on. And they'll try to impersonate them. And they'll try to tell you stuff. So you know, you start dabbling with those spirits. You're opening yourself <coughs> up yeah.
1: to yeah. the devil. Right.
0: And God says, don't do it. Don't do it." That's, That's what he God. says. Amen. Don't give no place to the devil. Right. Don't talk to the dead.
1: That's
0: right. I'm, I guess I'm a little radical. I try to stay away from stuff like that. And I, I'm probably to the, to the extreme, but I, when it says don't give any place to the devil, yeah. I won't even give an inch. Uh, yeah. uh, anything that looks occultish, I stay away from it. I, uh, I don't celebrate Halloween for that reason. I don't have anything wrong with candy. If I want candy, I'll go buy me a bag. Won't yeah. you kid to have candy? Go give him a couple bags and give right. it to him. But uh, I, don't, I don't believe in uh, participating in Halloween or any kind of goose or goblins for that wow. reason. And that's why the church don't really do anything. I have a problem with having a harvest night and, and having fun. But uh, I don't have to participate with the devil or anything that he has. Boy, oh, it's quiet. Yeah. Let's look over to Levi, Leviticus, chapter 26, verse 1. You shall make no idols or graven image, neither rear up you a standing image, neither shall you set up any image of stone in your land, notice, to bow down to it. Just stop talking about having an knickknack on your shelf, but don't have any idols. Don't Amen. bow down to anything except Jesus Christ. He's yes. the only thing Amen. we worship. For I am the Lord your God. Amen. Amen. We don't bow down to any idols. We don't give place to the devil. All right. And that's why the children of Israel was able to inherit the land. Yeah. Because God was mad at them for doing all these things and not looking to him. So that's why he blessed the children of Israel. Because these other nations were worshiping other gods. Setting up idols, praying to them, bowing down to them. They're just stone or wood. They had no power. God has all the power. Amen. Now when we look over here to Acts chapter 19, it says, And God brought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So that from his body were brought unto him, uh, brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases uh, departed from them, and evil spirits went out of them. This is where we get the term prayer cloth. We'll pray over a cloth and you take it to somebody that's sick and that we believe the spirit of God goes with that cloth as a point of contact. And drives out evil spirits or heals those that are sick. Amen. Verse 13. Then a certain of the vagabond Jews, exor- exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits. The name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Can you imagine this? They're going to cast down the devil. They see somebody else doing it that way and it works. They seen Paul say, "In the name of Jesus, come out." The evil spirits left. So they say, "Hey, I think I'll try that." Mm-hmm. So these bunch of exorcists in verse fourteen, it says, "There were seven sons: one of uh, Sceva, a Jew, and a chief priest." So the chief priest's sons, seven of them, they went up to this guy that had these evil spirits. Verse fifteen: the evil spirit answered and said. Jesus I know. Paul I know, but who are you? You don't have no authority. You don't have no power. Jesus ain't living inside of you, and I'm not afraid of you. And it said, and the man whom the evil spirits was leaped on them and overcame them, prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and the Greeks also dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fell on all of them, and the name of the Lord Jesus yes. was magnified. Yes. Don't mess with the devil yes. in your own power. That's right. They thought they'd play, they'd play this game. Well, I've seen it done this way. I'll just cast this devil out. i do it do just like Paul. Yes. See if it works. It, it worked for Paul because greater was he that's in him than he was in the world.
1: Amen.
0: Jesus was real. He was Lord in Paul's life. He was living big inside of Paul. These seven sons, Jesus wasn't living in them. They didn't have any power. Amen. But Jesus wants to give us all power. Yeah. Amen. to many. To as many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. We have authority in the name of Jesus if Jesus is living on the inside of us. So is Jesus living big on the inside of you? If he is, then you have authority. You can tell the devil, get out. out. You have authority over your house. You have authority over your body. Yes. You can open up doors that allow spirits to come in, bad spirits. Or you can keep those doors closed. Right. You can open up your heart to allow Jesus to come in, yeah. to allow the Holy Spirit to come in. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't force anybody to serve
1: Him, does He? Yeah. Amen.
0: You have to open up your heart and say, God, I want you. I want Jesus. I want you to come in. Lord, change my life. God, help me to get my life straightened out. Lord, help me to clean up my house. See, Forgive me of my sins. Come in my life. Change me. See, that's giving God authority. When we yeah. do that, he'll come in. Yeah. And he starts working. And he'll work as much as you let him work. Yeah. you need to open up every door to your heart and let him in every room yeah. and let him deal with some of the junk because yeah. when we all first come to the Lord we got some junk got yeah. that lady that I was talking about that was dealing <coughs> and all of that stuff I'll put it that way yeah. see because she was into what I call uh, and I never even heard of it before astro travel where your spirit leaves your body and goes around. Now, that's not natural. You can't do that without a demon spirit that helps you do that. Unless it's God, like Paul, whether out of the body or not, I don't know, right. called him up to the third heaven, that's different. But in the natural, I can't make my spirit leave my body. It never has. It stays right here. So I, I mean, I'm not saying that can't happen, but it don't happen every day.
1: Yeah.
0: But there are things out there that I don't really want to in. No, God. I don't want to give the place, any place, to the devil. Right. Amen. Yeah. don't even watch stuff like Harry Potter or sorcery and stuff going on and spells.
1: You say, well, it's just a
0: little kids movie, but I'm not going to open myself up to that. I'm going to close the door. I'm not going to watch charms or anything that deals with the supernatural. If you're interested in the supernatural, Get interested in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Amen. Get interested yes. in the right spirit. Yeah. That's right. You want to really feel some power. Get a hold of the Holy Ghost and let amen. Him have His way amen. in your heart yeah. and of yeah. His Spirit. Amen. Yeah. amen. That's a good spirit. Yeah. And He'll do good things. He don't have right. He'll put nothing on you. That's right. bad.
1: I've never
0: heard a Christian say that I have anything from the Lord that I didn't enjoy or I didn't like. Sometimes he might make you cry. Sometimes he might make
1: you shout. Sometimes you might
0: shake. Amen. But hey, it's all good. Yes, because it's coming from Him. Yes. right. It's the good Spirit. Yes. Amen. Amen. Don't mess with the devil. Amen. Unless <coughs> you are full of the Spirit and ready to fight. i fought a few devils before. It's like Jesus inside me against the devil <coughs> in Him greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Verse 18, (laughs) And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. And many of them also used curious arts, brought their books together and burned them before all men. Amen. And they counted the price of them and found that it was 50,000 pieces of silver. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. I <clears> was <throat> a young preacher. This, I bet and I, I preached this message about how that they brought all their junk and they burned it and we had to burn it in our church. And this lady that I was talking <laughs> about, she brought her stuff to burn. She had her Business cards, and when she was a fortune teller, she had her crystal ball we threw in the fire. She Amen. had some books and she Amen. had some junk. Amen. But she got rid of it. Amen. She made a decision. She wasn't going to hold on to that stuff. Once <laughs> she realized what the Word of God said, and God's Word forbid her doing that, she, she renounced it and she. But it cost you something.
1: Yes. Right. You say, well,
0: I paid all that, that money for those books or, or those records or, or this and that. I just don't want to throw them away. I'll, I'll sell them to somebody else. See, they didn't have that attitude. I ain't going to give this to somebody else. It's evil. I'm going to get rid of it. Yes. I'm going to destroy it. It cost them something. 50,000 pieces of of silver was the value of the stuff that they burned. But they made a decision. I'm going all the way for God. There yeah. ain't no turning back. Right. I'm cutting ties. See, to get total deliverance, you have to renounce some things.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean when I say renounce it? I don't want to have no part of it anymore. I renounce it. God is no longer place in my life at all. I'm not going to give place to the devil. I'm not going to open this door anymore. See, that's how you close the door. God, I renounce it. I'm putting it behind me. No more. See, and that's how God works in our life. See, I'm not throwing stones at anybody this morning. And, And if I was at a funeral and somebody sitting there at the coffin talking to them, I'm not going to rebuke somebody and bring them a sermon about how you shouldn't talk to the dead. That's not the place to do it. Understand what I'm saying? Don't do that. Let people agree with that the way they want to. Right. But here, I'm telling y'all, the Bible won't teach that. Right. You shouldn't do wow. that. That was a good time, time to tell you that, <laughs> personally. But what other people do, it, it don't bother me. But I want to do everything to please him. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So sometimes we have to
0: clean house.
1: You're not strong, get rid of it. Pour it out, get rid of it. That's true. right.
0: Remember when I was youth pastor, I'd say, don't go parking on the dark street and pray for strength.
1: Just don't go there.
0: Don't put yourself in that predicament. Amen. Close the door. Don't give place to the devil. So we have to get rid of things. You can have them burning or you can just put it in the trash and throw it out. But God wants us to have victory over every area of life. Let me close with this. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 25 and 26. The great many images of the gods you shall burn with fire. They shall not desire you shall not desire the silver or the gold that is in them, nor take it unto thee, lest thou be snared therein. For it is an abomination to the Lord. That means God really don't like it at all. He hates it. Neither shall thou bring an abomination into thy house, lest it be a cursed thing like it. It's going to rub off on you. Yeah. But thou shalt utterly detest it. Thou shalt utterly armor it. Friend, it's an accursed yeah. thing. <coughs> Certain items, there's spirits that attach to them. Yeah. That's why we need to get rid of it. If you bring some things into your house, no, I'm not saying everything you bring in your house has got a spirit what I'm saying, but certain things, certain evil things, certain bad things, there can be a spirit attached to that thing. I can tell you this, when we we had that burning, this has been probably 40, over 40 years ago, but we took some pictures of that stuff, and we took pictures of the fire as it was burning, and when we got the pictures back, we started looking at them pictures, and I seen all kind of demonic stuff in that fire. All kind of spirits. I mean, I was looking at it with magnifying glass. Well, that looks like a, a goat and a dog, and this looks like E.T. All of oh, weird-looking things in a fire. I mean, there's all kind of evil-looking spirits uh, in that fire. So those oh, oh, spirits was attached to that stuff. See? So, you don't want those spirits in your home. All right. wow. You just pray about what, if there's anything in your home that you need to get rid of, ask God. He'll tell you. If there's something you need to get rid of, yes. you can have a cleaning. Right. Clean up your home. Yes. I ain't talking about dust. I'm talking <laughs> about getting rid of that junk, the garbage, those things yes. that's hindering you, things yes. that's holding you back things that you sort of put away, you don't want nobody to see. Just just clean it out and get rid of it. If you want God's presence to be on your home, if you want the Holy Spirit to be there, you have to make room for Him. He ain't going to share a house with all that junk. If we really want to move with God, we have to get rid of the junk. If we want God's blessings on our home, we have to get rid of the junk. Can't have one foot in the world, one foot in the church, see? Can't have this room where this is the room everybody comes in and sees, and nobody else sees the other rooms. That's how our heart is sometimes. This is how I look on Sunday. This is what I do on Sunday. But when nobody's around, this is what I do during the week. See, God don't want us to live a double lifestyle. He wants us to be real. He wants us to be committed to Him. So we have to clean up our own house. I'm not here to clean your house. I'm here to encourage you to clean your own house. Amen. Amen. I've got to take your mind, I'm <laughs> gonna clean my house, you clean yours. Amen. Amen. Stand with me this morning.